Welcome back to HodgePodge. This is your host, Allison. For new listeners, I'd like to introduce myself. I'm a U.S. Army spouse out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. My husband is permanently stationed here out of Fort Bragg with the U.S. Army Special Forces. This suits me just fine as I am an Eastern North Carolina native raised on the beautiful shores of the Pamlico River in Beaufort County. My roots are very deep in North Carolina soil and I love to talk about all of the wonderful things going on here in my home state. I am also a mom to a wild and wonderful seven-year-old boy named Mac. A few years ago, I left a career in human services and counseling to transition home in order to spend more time with my family and to chase my dreams. Since that time, I've achieved a lifelong dream. I published my first children's book, yay, titled Mommy's Big Red Monster Truck this past November 2018. I'm also a creative writer, a blogger, a podcaster, and I dabble in visual arts. Up until now, I've focused more on my personal journey here on my podcast, but recently I've decided I'd really like to begin featuring individuals who inspire me on my podcast. One of these individuals is a lovely woman I recently met through our connection with Fayetteville Bloggers Network here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. Her name is Wendy Icabello. She is also a native North Carolinian from the mountains of North Carolina. She's an Army wife, a former adult college educator, and a former middle and high school special education teacher. Currently, Wendy is a blogger, freelance writer, aqua cycling instructor, and an avid volunteer with the USO Storytime. Her blog is called Strength for Spouses and is a wonderful resource for military spouses. I am so excited because Wendy will be my special guest on HodgePodge today, and I can't wait for you to meet her. So I'm so excited. I have Wendy Iacobello. I always mess up her last name. She's got a difficult last name like I do. (laughs) But Wendy is my guest today and I can't wait to um, talk with her and introduce her to, to you all. So I'm so honored to feature you Thank today. You. Thank you for coming to HodgePodge. Thanks um, for having me. You're welcome. So um, we were introduced by Jenny Bell, uh, Fayetteville, North Carolina's biggest uh, fan and blogger uh, with Go Fayetteville. And um, Wendy and I were able to have lunch uh, a few months ago with Jenny and discovered that we had quite a few things in common um, that were both military spouses and also native North Carolinians um, and bloggers. Um, I'm a little more new to the blogging game than Wendy is um, and so I was very interested in learning all about what what you're doing for the military spouse community and military families through through your blog. Um, but I was also really excited to meet another native North Carolinian. 
<laughs> yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not always common here in our military community to find another spouse who's actually from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'd love um, for you to share a little bit about your background, um, about your roots growing up in the North Carolina mountains. Sure. Okay. Um, Well, I grew up in the western part of North Carolina in a small town called Marion, which is near Asheville. And I actually know where Marion is. That's (laughs) crazy. Mm -hmm. It was a wonderful place to grow up, a very Mm -hmm. tiny town where everyone knew everyone. Um, So that really kept you on the straight and narrow growing up. Mm -hmm. Because if you messed up, not only would your parents know, but the whole town would know. (laughs) So so I'm a small town girl. Um, My twang definitely comes from the western part of North Carolina. That's where my... My little twang accent yeah. is from... There's a lot of accent, a lot of North Kakalaki accent going on today. Yeah. <laughs> I feel I'm not so alone today. Normally, it's it's just my accent. <laughs> so that's where I grew up. That's where I went to college in the western part of North Carolina. And then I moved to... And you went to App State. I went to Western Carolina oh, first. Western. Okay. And then um, finished my bachelor's at Mount Olive College when I moved down to the Raleigh area. Okay. And then when I went to get my master's degree, I finished that online at Appalachian State University. Awesome. And so that was definitely funny because that's Western Carolina's biggest rival. And, and I went attended both of those schools. Was that weird? It was at first because I had been a catamount from Western Carolina for so long. Um, but the program for my master's degree was amazing at Appalachian, so yeah. it was a great fit. App is an awesome school. My brother went to App, and we spent a lot of time in Boone and um, and in Marion, traveling up to Mount Mitchell when he mm-hmm. was um, a park ranger up there. So very cool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so what um do, do, isn't it funny thinking about North Carolina culture too the mountains versus the um coastal part we come from like the polar opposites mm-hmm. of the yes. state so mm-hmm. we've we've had uh, um very similar upbringings as in small town small rural North Carolina town mm-hmm. definitely if you got in trouble everybody mm-hmm. knew <laughs> I, I know all about that. Oh, yes. And the coast is the one place in North Carolina that I have not lived. I have lived in the mountains. I've lived in the city. I was actually in the Raleigh area when I met my husband. Mm. And that's where I moved down here to Fort Bragg and Fayetteville from um, the Raleigh area. How about that? And I've never lived in, in the mountains of North Carolina. love and adore the mountains. And our state is so diversified um topographically and geographically and it's just so awesome Mm -hmm. we're so fortunate to have such beautiful beaches and mountains and all of the the beautiful um stuff going on in between that too Mm -hmm. well um I'd love for you to tell the listeners all about um, your blog, Strength for Spouses, Mm -hmm. and how you came about creating Strength for Spouses. Okay, well, I am going to say I was probably in a a major transition in my own life 
when I started Strength for Spouses. And strength really became my word that year because of some things that I was going through. And then the transition of um, becoming a military spouse and trying to find your identity and find where you fit into this life and everything like that. Mm-hmm. So so strength really became my word. And I felt like strength was something that all military spouses, um, there's times in this life that bring us to our knees and and really tough times that we go through behind the scenes. And um, I just feel like strength is really that, that word that describes what we have to find a lot of times in yes. this life. So Strength for Spouses was then born, and it was a great place to start an outlet of how I was feeling about coming into the military world as an older military spouse. Mm-hmm. Another was... thing that we had in common, <laughs> that yes. I was an older male spouse too. I, you know, I was 34, 34 35 when um, my husband, when we married, and 36 um, almost 37 when we had our first child or our mm-hmm. only child. So mm-hmm. we have that very <laughs> yes. much in common. Mm-hmm. And I married my husband around about the same age. Mm-hmm. And so coming into this life as an older military spouse, um, you're looked at as an expectation because of your age that you might be a seasoned spouse, that you know everything and you don't, <laughs> and you're just trying to figure it out. So um, it was that. It was also not having any children and just kind of trying to figure out where do I fit in this world? And I don't, I knew I couldn't be the only person going through that. Mm-mm. So I wanted to write about I know. it. Mm-hmm. Yes, and put mm-hmm. it out there and see if it spoke to anyone. And, um, you know, as, as the blog has kind of evolved over the years, we're coming up on two years that the blog has been That's up and awesome. going. Um, as, yeah, it's exciting. But as it has evolved, I've really started to focus on four areas to find your strength, which I consider in, in my, my own life, apart from being a military spouse, but also being a military spouse, um, faith, purpose, volunteerism, and fitness are four areas that I know give me strength in this life. So I highly promote a lot of those things on my blog, on my Instagram, and I encourage military spouses to really get out of their comfort zone in this life and find the things that are going to build that strength within um, and get involved in those and don't be afraid to sink roots into a community. Yes, because I can attest to that because when I first moved to Fayetteville, I was um, older I did not have children. Um, you know, I was just marrying into all of this. And I had been a very independent, career-driven person um, up until that point. And I worked full-time. And finding my way into the military army life, specifically to us, you know, was was very hard. Um, and so it took some, some years mm-hmm. uh, and some changes in my own... <laughs> path mm-hmm. um, to where I could fully embrace that and really could have used um, some some of your advice <laughs> back then because it is it is hard to find find your way but there but not to be afraid like you said that there mm-hmm. are wonderful resources there are awesome spouses and people that that want to welcome you in and and um, you're not alone. No, there's there's many people that 
that are new in different places. And all it takes sometimes is that one hand reaching out to say, hey, why don't you come with me and let's go volunteer and do this together. Um, you know, we go through so much as military spouses and we, we a lot of times have to change our career path. And that takes a big toll on the whole your identity and who you were before you married your spouse. And you try to keep some of that identity that you had, but you're also in this life, you change. And like you said, your path changes. Mm -hmm. You have to get to a place where you're embracing that and figuring out, okay, in this current moment, in this current season I'm in, who am I supposed to be and what am I supposed to be doing? And you kind of have to embrace that because it's, it's going to stray from the path you had planned for your life. But there's going to be a lot of beauty in that different path that you are forced mm-hmm. to take. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of positives that can come from it. But you have to um, get your mind wrapped around that first. And then you have to start seeking out some of these different ways and activities within your community to feel a part. Right. You have to get out of your your little comfort zone there and, and put yourself out there. Um, um, because you're not going to grow in the community unless you unless you do unless you're comfortable with that and that's okay Mm -hmm. that's okay but if you are missing that piece and you know it's lacking you know you definitely have to get out there so with that said um tell us Wendy is so awesome she's doing all these um not only with her her blogging through Strength for Spouses, but she's also an avid volunteer with um, the USO's Storytime on Fort Bragg. So tell us a little bit about about Storytime and and what you're doing with that. Sure. Um... I love children's books. It's a, a big passion of mine. That's another reason why yes. we connected. How, um, how awesome. So when I found out Fort Bragg had a story time, I was already volunteering with the USO at the Raleigh-Durham Airport. Oh, okay. So I transferred my volunteer stuff down here to the Fort Bragg area and decided to get involved with the story time. And it happens once a month. And families do have to pre-register for that. A snack is provided. Kids get to play. Moms get a little bit of respite, and they get to meet other mothers, um, hopefully that have a child the same age mm-hmm. and whatnot. So it's networking yeah. for moms. They love that. So we need that socialization. And mm-hmm. you're going to know all about that soon. I forgot. <laughs> I haven't mentioned that Wendy is pregnant with her yes. first baby. I am, yes. She's looking so cute here, too, with her strength for spouse's tank top and her little pregnant belly <laughs> but anyway we'll talk we'll talk a little bit more about that in just a minute but but keep telling us a little bit more about the USO sure so the moms get that social socialization time the children get to socialize and play with each other um, the there's someone usually a sponsor or someone who will read the book that day Um, to the children and there's always an activity right after following the book that goes along with the book where they have something they make at their tables Um, so it's it's really a lot of fun for the whole family you do have to again pre-register for that and they do have a wait list each month as well and um, you know just beyond story time the USO of North Carolina does a lot for families for military families for spouses for the children they have a multitude of resources and events on their website, and I highly encourage you, if you haven't checked it out, to definitely go there and see what's up and coming 
And that's another, just another way to get involved in your community. Mm -hmm. If you're like me and you don't have children yet, then there's other things that Mm -hmm. don't involve children that the USO does for spouses as well. That's awesome. Um, And just this morning you were volunteering. She came here hot and sweaty (laughs) after putting, um, what was it, boots and flags out? Yes. It's um, It's the time of year here at Fort Bragg where they put a memorial up at the um I forgot the name of it. I'm <laughs> having a blank right now, but the at the parade s- field at the or? stadium. Oh, okay. At mm-hmm. Fort Bragg. Legions. I think it's starts with an M. I can't even <laughs> think of it right now. I'm gonna have to look it up. But um every, every year they do this and last year was my first year being involved and it was so touching. Mm. What they do is they put boots out with flags and they actually have a name tag to put Every boot represents a soldier mm. who has been killed in action after 9-11. So it's a huge field it's powerful. full of mm. thousands of boots that represent a life. And so once they start putting those name tags on, that's when it becomes very real in how, um, how we have been affected mm. after 9-11 and everything. So it's a memorial that stands from the Friday, from this Friday through Monday, and they will um, be packing it up on Monday, but it comes through every year, mm-hmm. and it's good to get involved. So I was just going around putting the flags because I can't bend down as much this year as I did <laughs> last year. But I was putting the flags in the boots, and um, you know, just being a part of that. And that's another one of those small ways to get involved in your community and do something very touching and meaningful. Yeah. And I highly encourage that. So if you're not a person that has a lot of time to commit to volunteering to one organization, there's a ton of one-time events that mm-hmm. roll around Fort Bragg, such as this, that you can volunteer just that one time and you're not committed. Yes. Um, so that might fit for your life too. Mm-hmm. And not only just through the U.S. But there are so many different types of um, organizations and places. I know I've been volunteering in the Fayetteville community for two years. I volunteer with Fayetteville Dream Center here um, for Angel's Kitchen. And just do simple grocery pickup um, from uh, participating grocery stores in our area to that are donating goods you know, for our food pantry. So those are just some, some examples where you can, you can get back and you meet some really wonderful people in the process of that. Now, the other thing that Wendy does that I'm amazing, how far along are you right now? You're 25 weeks, 26, 26, 26 weeks. (laughs) So here is this adorable 26 uh, week pregnant little lady and she is also a fitness instructor on Fort Bragg and mm-hmm. teaches um, aqua cycling at Tulson Indoor Pool. So for um, military spouses or in Fort Bragg or in the community that want to get into aqua cycling, mm-hmm. um, Wendy is there. What days are you at Tulson? Um, for the month of May, I will be there um, on... Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and 12, and Thursdays at 12. And then in June, we're going to pick up and have a different schedule. So I'm going to be there some really early mornings. I don't know how happy I'm (laughs) going to be at that time. But we're going to have a couple 6 a.m. classes for people who are working during the day who want to come try it out. Wow. it's, It's a fantastic workout. It's pregnancy safe. I've been doing it the whole pregnancy through. I started... 
attending aqua cycling um, at Fort Bragg after the All-American Marathon last mm. year because I ran the half marathon and oh. felt like I had a knee injury or something. Mm-hmm. So I got mm. in the pool and started giving myself that therapy through AquaCycle. I just fell in love with it. I loved it so much that I became certified and I started teaching in January. It's funny because I've been telling myself for two years that I was going to go and try out the AquaCycling and I still have it, but I promise at some point I'm going to check out your class because Mm -hmm. I know it's fine because I have done the Aqua Aerobics at Mm -hmm. Tulsa and it is great. It's so relaxing, but it is a great workout too. What Mm -hmm. made you get into the aqua cycling the injury that you mm-hmm. had you had, I did mm-hmm. and my husband's grandmother came to visit and wanted to try out the aqua aerobics and so mm-hmm. I went with her and that was my first time going to oh, the pool that's so cute and then I saw the bikes <laughs> there and I was like ooh that might be more my speed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so then I just decided a couple weeks later I need to give it a try mm-hmm. and I fell in fell love in with love. it and I, they they needed help so I said what do I need to do to get certified mm-hmm. and then I got a job immediately wow that teaching. is awesome so but you were you are a runner or you were a runner before pregnancy I was, I was a, runner, a runner but mm-hmm. I haven't ran a lot in this pregnancy just mm-hmm. walking mm-hmm. it's just a t- little bit too a lot of women do run during their pregnancy mm-hmm. But for me, it's just too much bouncing for yeah. my baby and my mom. You're bump. like me. You're you're kind of petite. There's not a lot of space for you and all that pregnant belly yes. and <laughs> impact on the roadway. No. I do a lot of low impact stuff. Walking, aqua cycling, and prenatal yoga have been my, oh, yes. my things throughout the pregnancy. Yes. I love yoga. So many, oh, so many healing properties involved mm-hmm. with that. But definitely for for pregnancy, I can see. Mm-hmm. I remember with my own, just any any stretching, any type of um, uh, movement. Yeah, <laughs> what's good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, have you chosen a name for your baby? Is there anything that is that something you want to share, or if not, you can keep it secret. That's okay. It is kind of a surprise that we do have a name, and um, the name represents strength. And this baby has been strong from the beginning, so the name represents the strength because um, this baby boy has had a, an amazingly strong heartbeat. He's got some strong kicks going on Woo-hoo! now. and uh, He's in there doing some aqua cycling. <laughs> he must be <laughs> mimicking some of the yeah. moves we do. So it's a name that represents strength, and it'll definitely will, um, put that out there in Cyberland when, when he arrives. I know, too, with this pregnancy, the, um, not only is it just your, you know, your first... Um, child um Mm -hmm. but this isn't your first pregnancy it's not um and I know that this baby is very you know you're you're very excited but do you want to share a little bit maybe about sure Mm -hmm. okay um this baby boy is three years in the making so my husband and I tried for a year and we got pregnant um, early 2017, and our baby did not make it past eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, his heart stopped, and it was a boy. Mm-hmm. So this is our second boy. Um, but you know, we we went through a lot to get to a healing place. After that, it was it was very devastating. And almost two years later, 
we were pregnant, pregnant. again. Mm-hmm. And we tried, I mean, th- those two years and that waiting period was really hard. But again, a lot of the things I talk about on Strength for Spouses really helped me find my strength during that devastating mm-hmm. time. The mm-hmm. fitness, the um, volunteering and doing good things for other people when I felt terrible and crushed inside myself, that brought my spirits up. Yeah. Being able to help other people. And then fitness releases endorphins, a good sweat makes you not feel like you want to cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so a lot of those things build strength within me, which is why I'm a proponent of faith, volunteerism, mm-hmm. finding purpose, and um, getting involved in your fitness. Too. Yes. Let's talk about faith for a minute. Okay. So I know that... Um, that faith has played a big part in you recovering from mm-hmm. the the trauma that you experienced with your miscarriage, mm-hmm. and then also trying to find your place within the military spouse community. Mm-hmm. And so, any thoughts on 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 mm-hmm. faith or um, encouragement for others out there that maybe haven't quite walked that walk yet, or or just, yeah. Um, I mean, the biggest thing I can say about faith is that when you go through something really traumatic in your life, there's going to be times that you may question your faith, just as I did. I was very angry, very angry at God that something like that could happen to my Mm -hmm. husband and I. Mm -hmm. And it took me a while to come back to a place of peace and finally to realize that it's not his fault. Mm-hmm. He didn't make that happen to us. Mm-hmm. But what he does promise us as believers is that he will make something, he will mold something beautiful from the ashes. And he will, um, whether it's, he gives you a testimony to share with others mm-hmm. or, um, you know, the life of our other son inspired action to do something very powerful in the world. Mm-hmm. God is going to pull something really really powerful from that pain for you to show you that your pain was not um, a mistake mm-hmm. and it wasn't in vain mm-hmm. that it, it it has something bigger that he's going to make happen for you and so my advice to people going through the thick of anything traumatic or devastating is to constantly rely on your faith when you when you question it that's when you're not in a place of healing. But when you get back to a place <laughs> where you're not questioning your faith and questioning God and, and what had happened and just saying, help me find peace with this, mm-hmm. um, I think God is, is going to do something really powerful for you, as he did for us, mm-hmm. because this baby is nothing short of a miracle. Mm-hmm. I'm 40 years old and pregnant. <laughs> and so um, if God can work a miracle for us, he can work one for you too. Yes. And you have to believe that, that it, that is the honest to God truth. That mm-hmm. is our testimony with mm-hmm. this baby is mm-hmm. that God is powerful. He is miraculous. Mm-hmm. All we have to do is is believe and go to him in prayer mm-hmm. and he will work it out for you. Yes, ma'am. I agree 100%. All of what you just said. <laughs> um, so with that said, with all of this... Um, you know all these awesome things going on in life other than planning for the biggest event which is the birth of your child Uh (laughs) do you have any other goals or projects coming up that you want to share or talk about anything that you can think of or maybe something related to strength for spouses 
Um, well, <laughs> I've taken a step back on a lot of things this year, kind of slowed, slowed down a little mm-hmm. bit, so mm-hmm. I'm not under too much pressure and stress. That's a good idea. And that's but, another um, good um, <laughs> advice. Yeah. Learn to say no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm just, um, you know, coasting through right now, but on the horizon, I definitely, um, I'm in the process of writing a couple devotionals. And I would like to get those published to help other women going through things that I have been through. And um, also children's books, which is where our connection is too. Um, Those those are kind of some of my upcoming fall. Mm -hmm. In the fall after baby comes, I would like to try to get some of that stuff published and out there. Yes. Oh, that's so exciting, Wendy. And you, uh, and I, we haven't really talked about your your professional background. Um, I did briefly in the introduction um, before we we started but you know Wendy's background was in um, in teaching she's a by trade a teacher she's a college um, professor as well as um, a special ed special education <laughs> teacher yeah. and has a very well-rounded background and understanding of working with um, not just children, but also with uh, adult learners. So I can only imagine that anything that you would write um, will be awesome. And she's so knowledgeable um, of the blogging world, of networking. She's very tech savvy. She's been sitting here before we started (laughs) recording, giving me all kinds of tips. Um, And so I'm super excited. to, to now be able to call Wendy uh, a friend and um, a mentor also um, because she is uh, an invaluable resource um, here um, out of the Fort Bragg community. But anyway, I think that's probably about what we're gonna we're gonna talk about today. Um, so excited to have had you and I hope that all of our listeners um, have learned a little bit about something. Um, any uh, more advice, anything else that you can think of maybe that we didn't cover? Um, any leaving thoughts on uh, to military spouses, um, maybe new or even old? <laughs> um, well, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening. And um, I guess I want to just leave you with with this, um, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone and try new things um, as you move around, whether you're a military spouse or you're not a military spouse, if you're new somewhere, um, try to really sink your your teeth, sink your roots into the um, place where you're living and find those activities and find those groups that are of interest to you mm-hmm. and get involved because that's where you're going to meet people that kind of align <laughs> with maybe the friends and the, mm-hmm. the, pe- the support systems you left behind wherever you moved away from. Yes. I'm going to piggyback on, on that just for a minute in that, you know, I have not had to experience PCSing. I've been permanently stationed here out of Fort Bragg with my husband, um, so and which is fine for me being a North Carolinian, um, it works out for us. But I always, you know, so many spouses come from different places and have been traveling and PCSing all over the world. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's hard to, you know, to make those moves each time. But, but I completely agree, though. Easy for me to say, I will mm-hmm. admit. But I, I could only imagine that if you come in with 
the attitude of that it's going to be horrible or that it's just not going to work or, you know, you're feeling lost or you're feeling um, like you just can't connect. There, There is connectability. Mm-hmm. There is hope in, in, in that time. And, and um, there are so many people in the community like me that aren't going anywhere that I want to show you all of the different awesome things going on particularly here in North Carolina mm-hmm. um, and in the Fayetteville area because it is an awesome place to live and to raise children um, and so it's a good community and it's a good community filled with people like Miss Wendy here um, <laughs> who are so supportive of um, our military spouses so, but anyway, well, that's it. Thank you again, Wendy, for Thank coming. You. And um, we'll talk to you again soon. Hope everyone is having a, a great day. Thanks for listening.